Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Kindness. When have you received it? When have you given it? We're going to explore the beauty and methods of kindness in a moment. Right now, I wish all of you, wherever you are listening to this in the world, a good autumn, a good latter part of 2022. I hope you are being strengthened by hope, by your own strength and by that of others. I appreciate once more many of you writing in to Jan Goldstein. Dot com. When you check out, click on jamgoldstein.com uh, and leave a message or leave a message on one of these um, locations where you can find this particular podcast, whether you're on Spotify or Apple or Podbean or Amazon or Google or wherever you're picking us up. There are occasionally places to leave a comment and I'd appreciate that. And I also appreciate you really sharing this podcast with others. We've been fortunate to have people across the globe listening in. And I so know that it is through connection, through one person telling another. And that when we share this 15 minutes every week, we place a little more positivity in the world. You know, Princess Diana who, with all that has gone on in the UK of late and the passing of the Queen, um, and certainly with the Crown and various films and so forth, has been um, profiled quite a bit in the last year. She said, carry out a random act of kindness with no expectation of reward, safe in the knowledge that one day someone might do the same for you. It is that concept of what goes around comes around, right? It's not why we act kindly, but it's it does seem to have an interaction at the end of it. In putting kindness out in the world, there is a ripple effect to some extent. I wanted to share this from you, which was a news item from Leslie Wagner in Arkansas, and she she wrote the following. When the supermarket clerk tallied up my groceries, it was $12 over what I had on me. I began to remove items from the bags when another shopper handed me a $20 bill. Please don't put yourself out, I told him. Let me tell you a story, he said. My mother is in the hospital with cancer. I visit her every day and bring her flowers. I went this morning and she got mad at me for spending my money on more flowers. She demanded that I do something else with that money. So here, please accept this. It is my mother's flowers. 
How beautiful. Giving that act of kindness. Being encouraged by others. And then giving the credit to his mother in this case. These are my mother's flowers. This what this $20 represents. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. I want us to think this week about how we have lived to this point and whether we are living well. And I take from his quote that living honorably is living well. Living with compassion is living well. Making a difference is living well. So, I've shared the story of my dad's dying in earlier podcasts uh, and we did recently have the anniversary of his birthday um, and I commemorate this week uh, with the Jewish High Holy Days there is a uh, service called Yisker in which we remember our dead and I will be remembering him and my mom And as I think about my dad and thinking about his death, in terms of kindness, I want to tell you once more, remind you if you've heard it before or if you are hearing it for the first time, that when my dad died, I, we we prepare his body within Jewish tradition And he is placed in a simple wooden coffin. The simplicity is to represent that we're all the same. No one is gaudier than anyone else. No one is richer in in truth than anyone else. That we are all equal. So there is, and there is this emphasis in other religions as well on simplicity. And we followed that. And so I was sitting next to my dad's coffin when a group of women approached in the habit, in the nun's habit, with crosses around their neck, which just was lovely. It just was unexpected in the context of this uh, Jewish man. And I was wondering, what are these nuns doing here? I... I'd been raised and had very good relations with our neighborhood nuns and had had many visits in the Catholic Church and interactions and so forth, but it just caught my eye at that moment. And they approached me as I was sitting because you sit with the coffin before it's uh, buried. Um, There is a custom that you never leave it alone out of honor for that person. So my Siblings and I took turns sitting with it and friends and family members with um, my dad's coffin. And here I am approached by several nuns. And they look at me with a, they give me a, a, a lovely 
greeting and smile, and they said, is that Frank Goldstein that you're sitting with? And I said, yes, my dad. And they said, do you know what your dad did for us? And I had no idea. Did you know that your dad used to come to our convent and at various times perform stories from the tales of Tevya. I said, what? I had no idea. Yes, your dad used to come and teach us a little bit about Judaism and taught us through the stories of Tevya a lot about Jewish thought and about the beauty of your way of life and created a dialogue between the Catholics and the Jews by coming to our convent. Your dad taught us all what it means to be a Jew. And I was floored, ladies and gentlemen. I was just floored. A, the comment by a group of nuns with crosses around their neck telling me my dad made them know what it is to be a Jew, help them see what it is to be a Jew, help them feel the Jewishness, which I often think is one of the most beautiful things we can do in life is help others see the beauty of each other's ways when when we're not trying to force other people to be who we are or to think what we think, that when we don't have demands that everyone be alike or think alike, but that we can make room for different mosaics, that we can create a mosaic, that we we each have a different color or we each have a different stone we can place in the mosaic, and that it's all the more beautiful because of these differences and because we're not forcing our way on other people but allowing others to be. That also is an act of kindness. And... These nuns made me feel so connected to to them, to the Catholic uh, way of embracing through them uh, our Jewishness, through the humanity of it all. But more importantly, they opened my eyes to my father's own acts of kindness, some of which I knew during his lifetime, but others I discovered afterwards. And so that may be true with each and every one of you, that there may be people in your family, amongst your friends, performing acts of kindness you know nothing about, and that's okay. But once in a while, it's good to tell the story. Because in telling the story, we make more connection. And in making more connection, we bring more positivity to the world. We uplift the world. You know, Lady Gaga says, I've been searching for ways to heal myself, and I've found that kindness is the best way. Wow. Kindness. A pathway to healing. I want each and every one of us to consider that for this coming week. What act of kindness could we perform that might, interestingly enough, heal maybe ourselves, someone in our family, someone amongst our friends, strangers in our midst? 
Seneca said, you can accomplish by kindness what you cannot by force. You can accomplish by kindness what you cannot by force. Sometimes it's counterintuitive. You want to strike out. You want to force your way, force your opinion. And sometimes we are taught by others who have lived that kindness might be the better way to go and that that lesson might be better communicated. Rabbi Harold Kushner said, do things for people not because of who they are or what they do in return, but because of who you are. And so I ask you again, what acts of kindness are you able to perform? And in withholding them, you are withholding a gift to yourself as well as a gift to others. Let's be doers of kindness in the coming week, in the coming weeks and months and years, because it will give so much. As Albert Schweitzer said, constant kindness can accomplish much. As the sun makes ice melt, kindness causes misunderstanding, mistrust, and hostility to evaporate. I don't know about you, but I could use a little less hostility and a little more understanding. Once more, Emerson says the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, honorable, compassionate, and to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. When Emerson was asked, what advice would you give people to live well? He said, there are three things you must do. Be kind. Be kind. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters.